um, as we talk about being exiles. As we talked about, these are people in these churches that are really struggling with their identity because times have gotten difficult. It's really difficult in this culture, in their culture, to be a follower of Jesus because it's not popular and, and it's not cool and it's not the thing that everyone is doing. You really do set out and you're different. And Peter reminds them of that identity. He says this in chapter 2. But you, and this, this is where we were last week, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. You are a chosen people, go back, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. These people struggling with identity, struggling with who they are, and he reminds them, you are set apart, but you were set apart for a purpose, that you have a mission, you have a place in this world, you, there is a reason you are here, and it's not about you. It's about you living a set-apart life so that God is praised. And right after he reminds them of their identity, he tells them this in verse 11. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from the sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Verse 12. Live such good lives among the pagans. Live such good lives in this world that though they accuse you of doing wrong, though they accuse you of being evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day He visits you. Live such good lives in the midst of this world that all they can do is see the goodness of God. That they would be drawn because you are a representative. You as that priest, as that holy nation, you are set apart for a purpose and that purpose is that so people would see God and know what He is like because of your life. And, and that is where faith comes in. That, that is where faith intersects with our life and our church today. That we're trusting that no matter how bad it looks, that God is still at work and God is still moving in this world and God is still using His people to impact this community. And it's the question of do we believe that? Do we really believe that God's goodness will shine through the darkness of this world? Do we really believe that God is going to do something within us so powerful that if the doors of this place close tomorrow, our community would be devastated that we were no longer here? Or would it just simply be, oh, well, there's another church that's gone? Would they be devastated that our doors were closed? Go back to verse 12 real quick, Parker. That they may see your good deeds. That they would see. 
Because so often our vision is all we have to see God's goodness. And the beauty is we see God's goodness through one another. You and I, as we encourage one another, we're encouraged because we see God's goodness in each other. And the same way goes as we engage our neighbor. People see God's goodness in and through our lives. And as a church, we ask that question. Will we have a reach beyond today? Will we have a reach beyond today that reaches into tomorrow? What will this church look like in 2065? For, for many, it's unfathomable. But are we going to leave a legacy as a church that has that long of a reaching impact? Because what Peter was doing here as he was writing this letter to these exiles had reach. Far beyond 40-something years. Because somehow 2,000 years later it still speaks to us today. It speaks to a body of Christ who is still exiles and foreigners in this world. It speaks to a body of Christ who has been given this beautiful identity in Christ to be His witnesses and His representatives in this world. Will we have an impact that reaches beyond today? This, this last prayer this morning, I invited Harvey Grant to pray for us. And if you're new to Shiloh and you don't know Harvey, Harvey was one of the original four elders here at Shiloh. And if there's anything I would say about Harvey, he has one of the most amazing hearts of anyone I've ever met before. I, I love visiting with him. And I just ask him to pray over us as the body of Christ. And then after that, we're going to hear one more story this morning. And I think that story is such a great representation of what Peter says. That the people around us would see God's goodness through us. And so we play with Harvey.